everyone. Thanks for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make great financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your financial business strategist, fractional CFO, and certified financial planner each Tuesday for some smart ideas to add more profits to your bottom line. I help ambitious business owners grow their profits fast using unique ways of growing their income and spending strategically that produce bigger profits without killing themselves or constantly chasing more clients. If you know of anybody that may be curious, share my podcast and let's chat. Let's see how we can work together to create more profits in your business. So today, um, today's a little unusual uh, as the world has shifted and we're, the podcast I'm going to talk about today or the information I'm going to talk about today uh, is working on your business. And why are we talking about it today? Well, we are, um, most of us are, are stuck sitting at home and working from our home office and stressing over different things that are happening. And, you know, of course, times are challenging and, and we want to reduce that stress. So many of my clients I've been having conversations with are looking for some clarity, looking for some answers and some direction to go. Because as you know, the business world is changing and um, what's the better best way we can address change is to work on things that we can control. So I thought we would work on working on your business today and, and share some ideas with you. Uh, this shouldn't be something that happens only when business is challenging or times are challenging. You should work on your business either quarterly at the least, I mean, monthly at the least or quarterly um, on, on regular times. So I know that was kind of confusing. That came out weird. See, when you work at home and you're not talking to people on a regular basis, then, then your mouth stops working as well. So I would say you should at the least work on it quarterly and at the best case scenario, work on your business monthly. That means taking some time away from your business to really focus on what it's doing and how to make it better. Sound good? All right. So what does it mean to work on your business versus in your business? Working in your business is your day-to-day activities that you do all the time, working with clients, fulfilling the client's needs, fulfilling your your duties as, as a business owner. That's working in your business. But when we work on your business, that's more thinking. That's more planning and strategizing. And it's 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 really beneficial to do on a regular basis. And this is a lot of what I preach to um, in my podcasts and, and through my coaching and consulting is to when you work on your business, that's when you have time to really make the improvements uh, of, of what you do and how you do it. And so this is a great opportunity with us stuck at home, working in home um, environments to really think about what um, you can do in your business to make it better, right? Sound good? Okay, so here are some of the ideas I thought we'd go through. Uh, and, and these are for everybody. You can work on it one way or one shape or form. I just wanna give you some something to think about, something to make this time positive and, and impactful in your business. So as we come out of this um, unusual situation and time with the coronavirus, that we will 
you'll be able to have, you'll be able to hit the ground running because you've done a lot of work on your business. So the first one I was thinking about is, is how could you um, improve your business? Well, one of them is to create new services. So as times change, um, going from face-to-face or client um, uh, at client offices or, or at your current practice, as we shift to home base or online base, that's a new service you can provide is something that involves the online program. So most of my clients are service-based professionals. Um, they don't have a, they don't produce a product or a widget. They produce a service. So all of these services can be done online. They don't necessarily require that you, you're face-to-face with your client. You can be computer screen to computer screen with your client. Uh, you could be over the phone with your client. And you could do so many more things if you add this service to your, your current offerings. And so I'd suggest you to think of an online way that you can enhance your current service. Uh, if you're already online, what other tools can you offer in your business that would expand that? So I'd, I challenge you to think of a new service that you could provide to your clients using online pieces. The second one I'm thinking about is um, designing a new marketing plan. Uh, when you're not, when you have that time away and, and you can focus on business and you can get your mind flowing in a way that it will improve opportunities later on, you start to feel empowered you, instead of feeling trapped or enclosed or hassled because you're, you're stuck in a different environment. So I encourage you to design a new marketing plan. And this new marketing plan can also wrap around the new service that you're designing. Uh, These are situations that that you're going to be ahead of because your plan is ready to go. And you could even start implementing this new marketing plan. With most of the people, your potential clients being online at this time, if you're not marketing online, maybe you should. And that would be a new marketing plan that you could create. And when I mean plan, it talks about all the functions. Um, what are you going to do? Who are you serving? Uh, what is, um, what's the vehicle you're going to use? How are you going to use it? How often are you going to use it? And then really, who's going to execute that? and Who's responsible for it? So there's so much more in a plan than just saying, oh, I'm going to do online advertising. You know, it's developing that plan in all aspects of it. So that way it's, it's active and, and, and ready to go. Is this making sense for you? I hope this is giving you some, some thoughts that you can improve on with your business. Now, I know that many of us, the third idea is to, to do something that many of us push off because we don't have time. But have you thought about using this time to gain more education? Maybe do some training that you've been putting off for a long time? Maybe it's an online course that you're looking to take, but you just haven't had the time. Well, as we are in this current environment, you have more time than you want. And um, because you're not necessarily as active as you should be, or you were in the past. So I encourage you to take this time to re-educate yourself. If you're not sure how to do the new service or the new marketing plan, you can take some classes, some online classes, so you're capable enough to 
produce the product and the service afterwards, right? So this could be continuing education. This could be learning a new skill. This could be um, um, just, just learning something. Maybe it's learning how to do videos better. You know, we can always use this time to be beneficial in our business if we're educating ourselves and learning and getting more skills behind it. So number four, I would say, would be to improve existing processes. So if you're sitting here um, trapped in your home and working from home and trying to get your business going and keep it going, maybe it's time to review and improve your existing processes. And these processes could be how do you onboard your client? How do you deliver the service to your client? Maybe it's how you market. You know, these are all processes that you could improve. And this is a great time to do it because you don't have the luxury of going out and doing all the stuff you were before. So this is a perfect win plan, win-win plan that you can do that will streamline and improve and Maybe you're improving the experience your client uh, receives. Maybe you're, you're improving the, um, like I said, the onboarding where you're filling out the paperwork and you're improving that. There's many processes you can improve. You can improve your accounting, right? You can improve your marketing. You can improve any of your processes that you have. Um, and I encourage you, this is a great time to consider reviewing those. So I know that a lot of um, people don't have employees or want to have employees or they do have employees. So that's your three, right? You either have it, you don't have it, or you want to have it. Um, so I say that this, um, this idea here is to write standard operating procedures. These are, we call those SOPs. Um, this is an everyday action that you do. Whether you have employees or you don't have employees, if you take the time now to write out all the steps you need to do in a particular activity that's repeatable, then you can make sure, A, your current employees are doing it as you wish, or your future employees are going to do it as you wish. And the other type of this you get out of it is when you start writing an SOP, you start to notice things that you don't have to do. And you can start giving instructions for you to be able to pass those tasks off to somebody else, whether it's a virtual situation or it's an actual employee. These are things that you can pass off. And especially if it's wash, rinse, and repeat kind of situation, if you can set up the standard operating procedures or your SOP saying you do this step, then you do this step, then you do this step, and then you do this step, these are perfect opportunities in times, down times like this for you to get these SOPs created. I know nobody wants to do them, but if you want to increase your business and you want to grow your profits in the future, now's a good time to start creating those SOPs. So that way you can pass them off to other people to take care of for you. Sound good? All right. So here's one of my... Um, my most challenging pieces that I recommend that you do uh, in times of um, slow business or, or times that you're working on your business, um, it's clean out your space, right? So we get, uh, I just moved, um, so I'm trapped in this kind of environment here. Uh, I've got family downstairs that are making noise and doing stuff, so this is a quiet space for me. But in my move, I realized I have a lot of crap. 
I have way too much crap, way too much stuff, way too many papers. I've got too many business cards. I've got stuff that just piles up everywhere. And that messes with my energy and my flow. So I was able to clean out last week my desk. And as I unpacked my desk on this side, I started going, oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. And I was throwing things away and cleaning out. So the benefit of cleaning out or getting organized or having a standard operating procedure is that you can take that business card that you received from someone and you can take a photo of it and then you have it in an online account where you keep it there instead of having stacks or boxes or packages of business cards that you just never get back to or you can't find the person's contact information when you want it the most. So I encourage you at this time to consider getting a, um, a program, and there's plenty of them uh, inexpensive online, that you can uh, have the uh, opportunity to scan a business card and put it on there. And then you can clean away papers that you don't need. You can scan those. You can take notes digitally. You can do so many different things uh, at this time to get those processes and systems better, and you can clean out your space. Now, that's cleaning out your physical space. Have you ever thought of cleaning out your headspace too? Times like this allow you to really kind of push things off, get rid of them, get rid of the things that are bogging you down and holding you back. These could be limiting beliefs. These could be um, challenges that you haven't been able to achieve. Or maybe it's just taking that step forward and getting the action that you need. So I encourage you to not only clean out your space, clean out your headspace too. Get rid of the crap that's holding you back. Get rid of the ideas that are floating around in your head and put them on paper and get them into action or into your computer so you don't have paper. But do things and clear that headspace out so that that way when we do, when we are able to get back to normal in workspace, you're ready to go because you've gotten rid of everything. You've cleaned up your space. You've written SOPs. You, you've got your processes in line. You've got a new marketing plan. You're doing new services. You're doing so much now that you're going to be prepared when, when we get on the other side of the challenges we're facing today. Sound good? I'm halfway through with my ideas. So the next step that I'd like you to do is evaluate your current offerings. And what that means is that you're going to look at the services that you provide. Are they being, are they, are you charging enough for them? Are they, are people buying them? Do you need to restructure the offerings that you have? Maybe you have a package or, or, or a, uh, an offer that you are struggling with. And it's now time to reevaluate that and to clean it up, to freshen it up. Maybe you can take what you're doing and you can repackage it into something brand new, even though it's mostly what you're already doing. It's just putting a new, a new coat on it, uh, a, a shiny new bow on it. So clients will find it more attractive. But this is an opportunity for you to reevaluate those and figure out what's working, what's not working. How could you make it more attractive? You want your clients to rebuy from you, not just buy one time, but to continuously buy and get engaged with you. And the way that you can do that is by offering more things to them. 
And if you're, if you start with what you have and you improve on them, it gives you another opportunity to, to offer it to your clients and sell it. Make sense? All right. How about, um, how about trying a new method for staying in contact with your existing clients? So this could be um, something maybe you're, you're going online and you're, you're becoming more social with your clients. Maybe it's an email campaign. Maybe it's a telephone call saying, I'm here for you. I know it's been challenging time for you as well as me, but I'm here for you. So I'd like you to think about different methods that you can add to your current plan, your current follow-up strategy, and your current contact strategy that you can have with your existing clients that will let them know you're here, you're going to be here at the end of this virus, and this is some of the things that they can do now that they can, that they can be in contact with you. Maybe you can create fun reasons for your client that they should contact you, right? Maybe you have, um, maybe you have a challenge for your clients or a scavenger hunt for your clients. Or maybe you're having them answer a trivia question for a coupon or a special prize that you could offer. And it doesn't have to be a lot, but it gives you a reason, A, to contact your clients and Two, it gives you, or B, it gives your clients a reason to think about you and call you or react to something you did. So there's a little tip for you. Find a way, a different method to stay in contact with your clients, your existing clients, and then try a fun reason for your clients that they should contact you. So I also challenge you at this time, since you've got extra time, is to make some videos Videos, kind of like what I'm doing. These videos can be education purpose. These videos can be um, informational purposes. They could be new offerings. They could be, here's what we're doing now. So it could just be an announcement. It could be a welcome video that you can put on your website. There's so many videos that you can do. But videoing is an art that takes a little while to get used to. I have to say, this is my 50th podcast. Yay! So it's taken me a long time to get more comfortable in front of the screen and to talk to somebody who's not there. Um, it does take time. There are courses you can take on how to improve your videos. If you hit me up, I've got, I've got several that are just outstanding. But I think videos are the true way that the business um, marketing is going to come from. So they're connecting with you um, because they see you and hear you and, and that's how they're going to make their connection with you. So I encourage you to start playing with videos, practice videos. They don't have to be long. They can be as little as one minute. And they could be Facebook Lives. They could be LinkedIn Lives. They can be Instagram Lives. Um, there's so many opportunities for you to put your videos out there. But I encourage you to become a human and be personable. And, and really try and connect that way with your clients. So go make some videos. Another thing you can do, and I've got a lot of these things, and that's why I'm kind of going through this long laundry list, but update your branding. So if your branding has been, is over five years, maybe it needs just a little refresher. Maybe it needs a little something, something in it. 
And I consider, I, I have you consider during this time that now is a time for you to work on your business and update your branding, if that's what's needed. Maybe it's a fresh look. Maybe it's a fresh style. Maybe the, the brand is still there, but you're delivering it differently, like with the videos or with the new um, method for staying in contact with your clients. Maybe it's an email campaign, but your brand is going to be online with that. So I consider you to update your branding. There's plenty of specialists and, and people online that can help you with that as well. Finally, it's research time. Maybe it's time for you to start looking for new joint ventures or partnerships that you can develop now or start to research the ones that you want to connect with in the future. And I think that with most people being trapped at home, working at, at, at their home, they're looking for different things that they can do as well. And I bet you they'll answer the phone if you call. So here's an opportunity for you to start developing new relationships or partnerships with people that you are interested in or industries that you're interested in. So this could be a nice marketing ploy for you to be prepared again when we come out of this virus for you to be ready to hit the ground because you're working on your business and developing new strategies and ideas. Sound good? Now, it's also time, and you don't have to do all of these. These are just ideas. How about creating a social media calendar and an action plan? You can find common dates that have whoop, common dates that have um, interest or ties to your business or service. Maybe it's National Chocolate Pudding Day, and you just love chocolate pudding, and you want to make an announcement on social media that aligns your business with chocolate pudding. I don't know, but it sounds pretty good right now, doesn't it, chocolate pudding? I don't know about you, but I tell you, my refrigerator is getting cleaned out regularly because there's nothing more I can do than go down and eat something. So, side chat. Anyways, um, I suggest that you create a social media calendar, and not only just a calendar, an action plan. And you can start to look at Instagram and, and Facebook and Google ads and LinkedIn and all the social worlds out there and even TikTok now. Um, you can start planning out the days that you want to publish something special that aligns with that. So I encourage you to start looking at creating a calendar and then at the beginning of the week, start to think about what you're going to publish and then get that all ready so you can publish quickly at the times that you want to publish. But if you start creating that now, when, you're, when you have things that are less pressing or you're not out working and seeing your clients, this will also start to shift your mind and relieve the stress because you're starting to plan and you're starting to put strategies in place that will grow your profits in the future. Sound good? I hope so. How about the last five? We'll go through them relatively quickly. We're going to talk about researching what your competitors are doing now. So this is a great time for you to look online and do some research. What are your competitors doing to get business? And you never have to recreate the wheel. You can always just copy and put your own spin on it and repeat it and repurpose it and put it out. So I, I encourage you to look online and see what your competitors are doing. And if your competitors are winning the game, then maybe you should do what they're doing. 
uh, I encourage you now to maybe become that expert that you were always wanting to be. And you can do that by writing articles. You can get a book published. You can get on a podcast as an expert. So hit me up if you've got some ideas and you want to be on my podcast, reach out to me. I would love to have you. Uh, I've been getting some really great um, uh, interviews up lately. And, and this week, I thought we'd just do it, do it you and I this time. But podcast is a great way. So if you put an article out or you, or you have a book that, that you've published or some sort of ideas that you have that, that you think is, is important to get out there, um, this is a great time now for you to start creating that and getting it out there. And again, you can be a guest on podcasts. If you have your own podcast or you want to create your podcast, it's super easy. Maybe it's time to update your website or landing page. Now is a perfect time for you to do that as well. You can go in and really design and update and change the things that you think need to be with the current times. Most websites are, in my mind, are glorified business cards. They're really just a brand of who you are and what you are with some contact information. Maybe it has your, your, um, maybe it has your articles or your expertise that you're putting in there and you're giving them some education. It should have some videos as well. But maybe it's time now for you to update that web page or landing page and get, get yourself freshened up and ready to go for when we get out of this virus and back to working as we were before. And then finally, it's time to update your business plan. See, I knew you thought I was going to say that in the beginning, right? Because that's what I'm all about is planning and creating business plans and strategies that you can put in place. Now, if you don't have one, you better pick up the phone and give me a call right now because you need to have a business plan. And because the time has changed and we are, we are on this, um, this time in our business life that we've never seen before, at least our generations have never seen before. It's time to make sure that you have a strategy, you have a plan, you know exactly what you're doing, who you're seeing, why you're doing it, where you're going, what are the steps that you need to take. And I encourage you, I pray you should do this. I, it's so important to have your business plan in place. And you know what? With the changes that are going on, it's time to update it. So work on that business plan while you can. And all of these items that we've been talking about here, I think there's close to 20 of them. It's all part of your business plan, right? Okay, so enough with the ideas. How about how should you decide which ones to choose? I suggest two or three strategies that you can take action on. Don't overwhelm yourself with all the 20 lists. And by the way, if you want a copy of this list, send me an email at marcia at bellafinancialgroup.com and I will send you my list and my ideas. But I suggest you pick two or three strategies. And then how you pick them is which one has the highest impact on your business? Which one have you been putting off the longest, right? And which, which are, what are the costs involved and what's your return on the investment? So some of these could be quite costly for you. Some of these could be hardly any cost at all. But you need to have those three questions that you're answering. What's the impact? What's, uh, what's, what have you been putting off the longest and why? And then what are the costs involved with the re uh, return on your action, uh, return on your investment? And then finally, do something. Take action. Do, one, do two or three of these strategies in the next week 
Try and figure out how you can get them going. And I promise you, your profits will soar when you get on the other side of this coronavirus. Sound good? All right. So you don't need to take this on and go about all of this on your own. Ask for help. If you've got a partner or staff or a current advisor, ask for help on how you can implement these strategies. Some of these, these two or three strategies, you need help doing it. You shouldn't be all, all on your own. And as I've said before, you're not an island. So please don't be alone if you are. So I offer a free consult to help you with one of your challenges you're facing. If you want to co- do one of these pieces, hit me up and then let's book a call and figure out how I can help you make this, make this piece work out. Sound good? I'm also in the process starting April 1st. I'm happy to say I'm going to be having an online workshop. And it's going to be a, a repetitive. I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be four weeks or eight weeks. Um, but we're going to have this going forward. And we're going to start working on some of the planning ideas, some of the strategies involved. And I would encourage you, if you're interested and you're looking for a group situation, Group situations are always less expensive, and you also, it's more of a mastermind, so you're sharing ideas with the other people in the group, and you're hearing their questions and, and their responses on it. But I encourage you to check out the group. If you're interested, reach out to me, uh, again, at Marcia at Bella Financial Group or at my, um, uh, on my Book of Bella call, Bella Book a Bella call. I guess that's a book a Bella call. Um, reach out to me for information and pricing. So that'll be starting on April 1st. It will be online. It will be weekly. And I'm again, it's either going to be four, six, or eight weeks. I haven't quite determined yet. So there you go. Things to do in a time of change and a time um, where we're trapped at home, working from home. This is the time for you to work on your business. Sound good? Thanks for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two that you can put into your business that can make you more in control of your money and be more profitable. If you'd like to know specifically how you can increase your profits, uh, let's chat. My contact information will absolutely be in the podcast description. So if you want um, podcast notes, again, uh, hit me up with a quick email and I'll send them off with all these 20 ideas. And I would love to hear your comments, your feedback, and ideas you have for future shows. So please comment uh, or ask some questions today on this podcast. I'll be sure to answer them uh, via email, and um, I can always help. So again, you can always reach me at marcia at bellafinancialgroup.com. So catch, you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players and looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks for listening today. Bye.